And welcome to the Back Row Steelers Show. I'm Rob. I'm going to be your uh, wonderful host and uh, commentator, as it were, for the day. Uh, the typical back row fashion. Uh, I'm feeling a little more animated today. Uh, real quick, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Back Row Steelers. Hit me up. Send me some questions. I'm getting ready to start and email too so by the time you hear this an email will be set up you can email me at backrowstealers i'll be uh backrowstealers at gmail.com that way you can send any questions or comments concerns any recommendations anything like that please feel free to send it in to me and we'll make some adjustments answer your questions i'd love to get some more questions in here get some stuff on air uh i'm hoping everybody's really enjoying the podcast i'm super pumped and today i am Oh, man, James Harrison. I'm just going to jump into it. All right. James Harrison hit on Massaquai. That was like forever ago, 2010. He was fined $75,000 for it. Eventually, I think it was dropped to $50,000. Apparently, he went on, I don't know if he was just showing off or like what was going on, but he went on one of the Barstool Sports, um, one of their podcasts, and was talking to them about it. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know if he was just showing, oh, Barstool Sports is uh, going deep, Their that podcast. I don't know if he was just talking shit because he was on there and on Barstool or what the deal was. But he, he said that he only hit Massacoy at 50%. Like, what the shit? Like, why? Yeah, sorry. It's going to be a little bit vulgar right now. I'm a little uh, heated. Like, had he known he was going to be fined, he said he would have tried to kill him. What sort of sick shit does that? Like, I understand it's football, and, like, oh, it, it just gets worse from here. So if you haven't heard, um, so he, he said all that. Mm. So in the same game, he hit former college teammate Josh Cribbs in the head. That's, like, one of his f- former college teammates um, saying he was trying to put him to sleep. Joking around like it's, like it's freaking funny. Like, what kind of crap is that? Like, uh, you don't get bragging rights for knocking people out. At least not to my knowledge. I've never played in the NFL, but I think that's some shit. And I used to have a whole lot of respect for this guy, James Harrison. Like, dude, if you listen to this, like, I'm sorry, but you've lost a lot of respect from me. Um, I just I just don't get it, dude. Like, why would you do that? Right? And if Tomlin did give you an envelope, why would you go on a podcast and talk about it? Like, the whole point of the envelope is so you don't talk about shit if that actually happened, right? Which then you later went on to Instagram and retracted it and said that uh, Mike T has never paid you for hurting someone or trying to hurt someone or put a bounty on anybody. Like, what? Like, why would you say it on a podcast and then have to go back and write this whole long statement retracting what you said? I don't know. Maybe he was just trying to talk big game because he was on uh, another podcast or something like that and just trying to make himself sound tough. I don't know. Um, his work workout videos are like plenty to understand that this guy's tough as nails. But I don't know. I just think it's freaking dumb, and I think it's some dumb shit to say, and it puts a big spotlight on the Steelers, and that's not anything that we need. Uh, the Rooney's are like, what are you doing, basically? And they said that never happened. And... Given, given some things that happened before, I don't know if you guys remember um, with Sean Payton and the whole Bounty Gate thing. So a lot of stuff went down for that, and Sean Payton's like, you know, they're never going to look into this the way they looked into mine because uh, even his stuff was kind of 
out there, and he's like, I wouldn't risk losing a year's salary, which he did. But that's neither here nor there. I, th- I think that uh, the whole James Harrison thing, like, just just shut up, dude. Just shut up. Like, stop saying stuff that's going to hurt yourself, hurt your image, hurt the team. And that's all you did. So, congratulations, dude. All right, moving on. Now, I need to calm down a little bit, but at the same time, kind of excited. Big Ben's throwing again. Trimmed his beard up. Oh, yeah. We're ready to go. Uh, he's out there playing catch with Juju and Ryan Switzer and James Conner. And I think James Conner seemed a little bit excited. He posted some stuff about it, and he's really pumped. And he just recently posted also that he said it's going to be tough for him to not be a Steeler um, if that time were to come. But I, I don't know. I'm still up in the air about everything about James Conner and what's going to go on. I think if he stays healthy, Pittsburgh's going to hang on to him a little longer than we anticipate. But who knows? The the let's Let's get into the primary purpose of this episode. And that is let's talk about our schedule. Woo! Football is almost here. Now, Pittsburgh's getting ready to open facilities. I think they said Tuesday. Um, I'm not sure if that meant like today because I am recording right now. As soon as I'm done recording, I'm going to drop this podcast and you're going to hear it. So I literally just got an alert saying Pittsburgh's going to be opening facilities. Uh, one of the first four teams to do so, and that's pretty exciting. Uh, it's not necessarily for the players and everybody just quite yet. It is to just get the facilities open and get a lot of things ready for the team to start being there. Let's talk about the season, guys. Um preseason here we have the hall of fame game so we kind of have like five preseason games i don't think pittsburgh is going to go out there and do a whole lot in the hall of fame game nobody really does we're playing the cowboys uh that's kind of going to be boring really but i'm excited for football so i'm going to watch it uh then week one of preseason we have the bucks at home the saints at home week two the jets away and the panthers away in weeks three and four so it's pretty cool. I'm excited for some preseason ball. See what some of our rookies got. I'm really, really pumped to see Chase Claypool and Nathan McFarland to see what they got going on. Also curious to see some chemistry. Hopefully we get to see Big Ben play in the preseason. Uh, I want to see the chemistry between him and Eric Ebron as well. So this should be uh, pretty interesting. I'm ready to rock and roll. All right. Uh, let's get into week one regular season. We are away, unfortunately, week one. We are playing at the Giants, but good news, everybody. It's a Monday night game. Now, Big Ben is away, typically struggles in away games, uh, but it is prime time, so we'll see. I I kind of think that I think we're going to pull it off, guys. I think we're going to start the season with a winning record. Let's go 1-0. I think Pittsburgh pulls it off 28-17. That's what I'm uh, predicting the final score to be in a win Monday night in New York. And then guess what? We get to come home week two against the Broncos. We are playing a 1 p.m. Sunday game. It's going to be on CBS. Uh, I think this is the only one that's not going to be on radio. So sorry, Pittsburgh. I didn't see it advertised as being available on radio. Uh, All the other games for the season are, though. So if you're not able to watch it, typically you're able to listen. And that's pretty cool. So that's on, uh, I think, 102.5 FM. And 9.70 a.m. there in Pittsburgh. Check it out. Uh, It's really cool. Like I said, a lot of people that are working or doing other things aren't able to actually see the game on TV. It is on the radio. So, again, home, Broncos, week two. Uh, Big Ben's homecoming game. I think the stadium's going to be rocking, but I think it's going to be a really, really close game. And there's going to be some nerves. There's going to be all that, that 
like anticipation in the air and you feel the electricity and the team's going to be pumped. The Broncos are going to be pumped too because they got one heck of an offense. Uh, and their defense, let's not forget, is no slouch either. But I think we pull it off. We go 2-0. and We're going to win kind of a low-scoring game. I think it's going to wind up being like 17-16, to somewhere around there. And we go into our Week 3 game against the Texans at 2-0. and Texans are going to be very, very tough. That's a normal 1 p.m. Sunday game, CBS and on the radio. And I think our offense gets rolling a little bit more. You're going to see some more chemistry with Ben back with the players and getting used to throwing to people. Uh, I forgot to mention Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, is uh, uh, he didn't really have a whole lot of time to build a chemistry with Big Ben. And that, that could be something that you're going to see build up and become a very, very good thing. Our weapons are kind of getting gross in Pittsburgh. We're, we should go out there and start really putting it on people. But like I said, I think our offense gets rolling more. Um, we're going to have to against the Texans defense. Uh, our defense is going to have to step it up against Deshaun Watson. A bunch of new weapons there in Houston. I know they let Nuke go, but at the same time, they got uh, Brandon Cooks. They got Randall Cobb in a slot. Kenny still started to pick up at the end of the season. And they got Will Fuller for like uh, five games this season. And they're, they're just they're looking like they're going to be a really good team. And they're going to be tough to beat. So I do think we pull it off. We start season 3-0, but it's going to be like 35-31. to I think it's going to be a really, really fun game to watch. So 35-31, we win. Week 4, we're away. We're at the Titans. Guys, I think we lose this one. And it, it pains me to say that I'd love to sit here and say, yeah, Pittsburgh's going to go undefeated. Don't think it's going to happen. It's a normal Sunday game at 1 p.m. It's going to be a really tough game. I, like I said, I think we're going to lose because we're away. Uh, we start seeing a little more Chase Claypool come into the, the thing, but the defensive matchup there, man, the Titans are just playing good football, and they proved it at the end of the year. Ryan Tannehill came out there and really changed that team. Really got them. It looks like they're motivated and wanting to play, which is kind of unique for the Titans. And A.J. Brown, let's just face it, that guy's kind of a beast there. So I think the Titans wind up beating us there in week four. And you're looking at probably a 21-19, like a really close game. We're going to lose that one, I think, guys. And uh, I don't like to say that, but it's a pretty pretty likely reality. And we wind up 3-1 and one at that point. Then we come back home for the Battle of PA. We play the Eagles. Sunday, 1 p.m. on Fox. Uh, Again, the battle for Pennsylvania. Here we go. I think Pittsburgh is going to go out there, and I I wouldn't say stomp them. I think it's going to be a good game because Carson Wentz is no slouch himself. But you're going to see a a little bit of a a high yardage game, and I think we pull it off. I think we're going to win 27-20. We go 4-1 at that point. So, yeah, we're going to go out there, beat up on some Eagles. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see how our defense holds up against some of the new weapons that Carson Wentz has, especially with Ertz and Goddard. And then they just got Jalen Rager. That guy's pretty nasty too. Uh, let's see here. We go into week six, four and one uh, against the Browns at home. Nah, everybody's so high on the Browns and all their weapons and yada, yada, yada. The bottom line is they're not coached well. And they have an arrogance issue. You can't put a bunch of individuals on a team and expect it to be a team. I don't think the Browns are going to have it in them this year to be even like in the playoff talks. So I think we uh, beat the Browns. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Even though we're at home, uh, it is our first division game. So there's kind of the stigma around that. And I I think there's going to be a knockdown, dragout fight, lots of penalties. I think we're going to pull it off, but it's going to be something low, like 13-10 to or something like that. So there we go. We're going to beat the Browns, go in 5-1. 
the next week, week seven, against the Ravens. We are at the Ravens, so down in Baltimore. Uh, Sunday, it's a 1 p.m. game on CBS. It's our second division game. It's going to be rough for Ben and the offense, and the defense is going to have a really hard time, too. Lamar Jackson's got a ton of new weapons there. The guys, he's just good, guys. And Baltimore's our our sole competition to get in the playoffs, honestly. So I I think we're going to go down to Baltimore and have a rough week and lose that one, probably 35-21, to something around there. I wouldn't be surprised if we score even a little less than 21 being away and being a division game. Week 8, we have a bye. We go into the bye, though, at 5-2. and That ain't bad. I think we can take that. Um, Week 9, we go in and we play the Cowboys. Now, hopefully, if we've had any injuries at all, like and people get some time, get a little bit of a break, get two weeks to kind of hang out, it's kind of the later game. We have like the the 4:30 game on Sunday. Uh, look for another struggle, even off the bye. Unless we can shut down Dak and Zeke, we're gonna lose. And I think we wind up five and three. I think we're gonna go into Dallas. Dallas's defense is they're just one of the top defenses, and I think we're gonna have a struggle of a time going down there and trying to beat the Cowboys at home. So I think we wind up losing that game, 27-19. We go into Week 10 at five and three, home against the Bengals. <laughs> okay, the Bengals, the Bungles. All right, poor Joe Burrow and company trying to fix Cincinnati. I think it fails year one. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're one of the bottom teams again this year. And I think we blow them out at home. We're pissed off because of the Cowboys. And week seven prior to that, we lost at the Ravens too. So we're looking at two losses in a row. Pittsburgh's going to go in there and just stomp a mud hole in Cincinnati. I think we're going to beat them big at home. Going to come back, get the fan base back on board with everybody. You're looking at, I, I'm predicting, 41-13 to 13 blowout. Like, I'm not even joking. Cincinnati is just not a good team. So, look for that to happen. I think that's, that's a very, very likely scenario. And I feel bad for Joe Burrow. I, I don't, I mean, did you see all the t-shirts of him? Joe Exotic? I, I, I still wouldn't buy a Cincinnati shirt, even though it's making fun of old Joe Exotic. All right, guys, uh, let's move on to week 11. Week 11, we're at the Jaguars, and I think we, we go in there and beat them. It's a Sunday game, 1 p.m. Uh, can Minshew and Fournette pull off a home uh, win? I, I don't think so. I think the Steelers' defense is riding high after killing Cincinnati. We go in there, we're balling, the defense is rolling, and I, I think with the Jaguars' defense being so young, I know they, they lost a bunch of people, but... They had a pretty good draft. They have a young defense, and I think they're going to try to get them into the mix more through the season. And there's been a lot of talk if they're tanking for Trevor or if Minshew's the answer. They don't know. I don't know that the Jaguars know what they're doing. They did have a good draft, though, but their defense is young. Again, like I said, our Steelers defense went in there, killed Cincinnati. We're riding high. We go down to Jacksonville, beat up on the Jaguars, win 27-16. Now, at that point, we're 7-3, and like sitting pretty. In Week 12... We get the Ravens again, back at home. Another division game. Here we go. It's a Thursday night game. So we're primetime Thursday night. All right, 8.20 p.m. Let's go. I think the defense is still kicking ass, taking names. It's going to be a brutal game, but I think we pull it out in a very low-scoring game this time. And I, th- I think we squeak it out right at the end, probably the end of the right at the end of the fourth quarter. I have a feeling we're going to be down and uh, about 16, I'd say 16 to 10, maybe a minute or two left in the fourth. Typical uh, AFC North style. 
and we're, we're going to wind up pulling that one off, beat them 17-16, and we go to 8-3 and three going into week 13, staying home against the Redskins. Sunday, 1 p.m. game on Fox. I just think we stomp a mud hole right in the Redskins. Uh, Ron Rivera trying to pull that team together. Can't pull it off with a win in Pittsburgh for sure. Pittsburgh's team, man, we're, we're just good. Like We're really good this year. Now, a lot of this is contingent on Big Ben being healthy, but the rest of the team is healthy. And I, th- I think you're going to see the Pittsburgh team that everybody loves. And we're right back in the mix, into the playoffs. Um, I think week 13, we beat up on the Redskins. Like I said, we go, we beat them 31-13, to go to 9-3, and uh, just to kind of go up there to New York and see the Bills. So week 14, we see the Bills. Sunday, primetime on NBC. I want to say this is another win, but uh, primetime away is tough. And the Bills are tough, like maybe a little too tough. I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be boring until about the fourth quarter. I think you're going to see quite a defensive struggle there. But I do think the Bills uh, beat us 23-17, and we we fall to 9-4. And And that's just because of a tough away game. Week 15, I think we are at Cincinnati. You're going to look at a thriller of a game. Cincinnati is going to be pissed because they got stomped. You're going to see a whole lot more defense. defensive throttling I think uh, from Cincinnati they're going to try to beat us up I I think you're going to get almost a repeat of our home performance against them maybe not as high a score Uh, I think we go 31 to 17 beat them in Cincinnati that is a a Monday night game so we have back-to-back primetime games so we go from the Sunday night game to the Monday night game that week that one's on ESPN Uh, it's going to be an exciting game I think Pittsburgh is just going to go in there and just beat the snot out of them so I'm always all for Pittsburgh just beating the snot out of people. It's very entertaining. With that win, I think we locked down a playoff spot. We're gonna be ten and four at that point, and like at, at that point, like it's up to the coaches and stuff as to how we play the rest of the season. If winning the next game or two is gonna like help us be a higher seed, then I think we play our starters. If not, then I think we're gonna kind of back off, give our starters a little bit of a break going into the playoffs. So week 16 against the Colts, we're at home. I I really hope we're at a, at a point where we're locked down. But if we're not, man, I just really want to see this uh, shootout with Rivers and battle of the OG gunslingers. High scoring if we're playing all of our starters. I think you're going to see some crazy super high scoring game, like 45 to 41. I think Pittsburgh can beat the Colts. Uh, don't don't sleep on them though with Phillip Rivers. They got Jonathan Taylor in the draft. That guy is just really really good too. They, they got some weapons there, and if their receivers are healthy, like you got to look out. Like the Colts, I think are going to be one of those sneaky good teams this year. And luckily, we get them at home. We don't have to go play them in their house. So, I think if we're playing our starters, we're going to beat them. Go to eleven and four. Beat them, like I said, forty five to forty one. If we're not playing all of our starters, I think we lose with the Colts still scoring the 41 points and us only getting like 20 to 24 points somewhere around there. We wind up at either 11-4 or 10-5, and uh, given that situation as to whether or not we're playing the starters, like I said. Then week 17, we're at the Browns. And again, this is going to be depending on whether or not we're playing our starters. Uh, if the Browns are not in a position to do anything in the postseason, which I doubt they will be, they may not play their starters either. So it could be kind of like a let's just see what we have in our backup players kind of game, sort of like a, how a preseason game would be. So 
I think if we wind up having to play our starters for whatever reason, we're going to beat them, even though we're away. Because it's a normal game. It's not any sort of high-pressure type thing. It's another Sunday 1 p.m. game. And I think with the starters, we're going to beat them something like 17-13. to 13. If we're not playing the starters, we probably lose like uh, 27-17. to 17, And that's just because we're going to be backing off on our defensive players too. Just to make sure everyone's healthy going to the playoffs. So, all right. Well, um, I know I just kind of cruised through our whole schedule. Like, that's pretty awesome. I'm pumped about us uh, being back this year. Big Ben being back. Like, it's super, super good feeling. Everyone's very apprehensive about our quarterback situation at Pittsburgh. And they're all like, is Mason Rudolph the guy? Duck Hodges is there. And I talked about Paxton Lynch being, he's even there, right? And I I don't know what the coaching is going to look like for our backup quarterbacks this year, but I think they may start looking into it a little bit more. Now, with Big Ben throwing, Pittsburgh uh, organization was like, hey, man, just hold off, hold off. We don't need you out there throwing the ball yet. Give yourself a little more time to heal. The other day, I think, was at a time where he was just like, I got to show it. And maybe his beard was just pissing him off too much, so maybe that was the reason, but I don't know. But, yeah, I'm super pumped for the season, guys. I hope you're pumped for the season, too. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, go ahead and hit me up at Steelers on Instagram, at Steelers on Twitter. Uh, I'd be happy to to answer any questions. Like I said, I really, really, really need you guys to go in there, subscribe, rate, review. Give me all the things. We're on Apple, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, like all of them, uh, Spotify, you name it, Google. We're, we're out there. Hopefully you guys spread the word. I'd love for this podcast to really, really take off. I think everyone in Pittsburgh loves the Steelers. So let's get this podcast out there for everybody to listen to. I I freaking love the organization. I love that I got people listening. I'm up to like 140 something downloads and that's because of you, the listeners. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Again, I'm super happy to be here. Also, uh, oh, backrowsteelers at gmail.com. Let's get that set up and you guys feel free. Please send questions into that. I'm really excited for it and happy to talk to you. And thank you for listening. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy your week. Thanks for listening. See you next time on the Back Row Steelers Show.